Hello, hello, and welcome to the premiere episode of H&J Talk Sports, the podcast where we talk everything Pittsburgh Steelers, Penguins, WVU, and anything else we feel like talking about. I'm half your host, Joe Riggi, and now for the man that puts the H into H&J, Harry Baxter. Harry, how you doing? Happy to be here. Glad we're finally doing this. It's been I'm a excited. long time coming, and we won't waste time because there's been a lot going on this week, but we've been planning this. Especially with the Steelers. We have new Steeler news every day this week. Um, I guess the big news is J.J. Watt's not going to be a Pittsburgh Steeler next year. It would have been nice, but... Would it have been nice? That was my leading question. (laughs) Did we? I would have loved to see it. You can't turn down a player of his caliber. I would have loved to see him. J.J. Watt of 2014 or J.J. Watt of 2020? Because those are two different players. If he's healthy, he's he's still one of the best. He is good, but is Bud Dupree better? No. You don't think Bud Dupree now is better than J.J. Watt 2020? No. But we disagree on that one. <laughs> but J.J. Watt's gone anyways, so does that mean that Bud Dupree's back now? Do they have room for him? I think he's valuable. I think with Rosslesberger uh, restructuring his contract, I think A lot he freed of up some space. Jim Hayward restructure too? No. But they still but have values. You saw when he got hurt, the decline that the defense took. It did, and I was going to talk about that as well. I mean, for two years, we've seen the Steelers' defense start the season really good and then trail off around the end of the season. Yeah. So did it have to do with Bud Dupree going out and Devin Bush going out? Or is oh, it just a repeat of the season before no, where they just get hurt. tired and they fall off the last – Six weeks of the season. They took they took a step back with those injuries. Devin White or Devin Bush is a big is a big loss. His speed and he's young. He needs those games. They did to... good the few games right after he got hurt. But then yeah. the injuries started to pile up. They were still good with Bud. I mean, you saw how terrible the offense was. After he they went down, that offense because of the defense. Yeah. It was different after Bud Dupree went down. I when mean that went when down. Games started it... to drop. The so, offense got exposed. The defense mm-hmm. couldn't get people off the field. And, you know, we saw. We saw. We went from, what, 11-0? <laughs> to losing the last – I mean, how does it – Lost, what, that? four That's out of five? In hindsight, looking at the season, I don't know how you go 11-0 and and then look like one of the worst teams in football the next five weeks. Injuries. It got Skin. pretty bad. <laughs> really yeah. bad. The offense looked actually pretty good other than the run game the first half of the season. And yeah, no one could catch a ball good. after week 11. Yeah, they got it, they, People figured it out. They, people figured out the short passing game. It got exposed. I mean, screen pass is really the only game they had. That's last year. Yeah. We're thinking about next year. So we're next fix year. It. So what do they do next year to fix it? So that's what we're talking about next. Um, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about the draft is coming next month. I've seen talk this week they're going to go an offensive tackle, mm. I guess, is the consensus. Uh, a lot of people are talking running back, but maybe that's just wishful thinking. So what do they draft in the first round? Do they go OT? Do they go running back? I mean, it depends on what's available. If I think there's a lot of good QBs in this draft, and I think you could find a good replacement. Well, that's another question, too. People have been talking now. I don't know if this is wishful thinking of Justin Fields out of Ohio State going to Pittsburgh. I don't think he drops that far. 
Some people think if he doesn't drop, they might trade up to try and get him. Uh, I don't know. Bringing in Dwayne Haskins, I don't know if that's something they're planning. It doesn't seem like something they would plan this year. It's not, it's, it's not based on the past. They've only traded up once when they got Devin White or uh, Devin Bush. Devin Bush. Uh, and uh, I, I don't see Rudolph's it. definitely not the guy. Rudolph's not the guy. But if they could get somebody, Mac Jones, if somebody drops, Zach Wilson, even Justin Fields, I don't think he would drop. Uh, the guy from North Dakota State, Trey Lane, he could be a good pick. Any of those guys, I think you grab them, you get a backup for Roethlisberger, and you give them on a short leash this next year. Well, it seems like the plan, too, might be to keep see if Dwayne Haskins is going to be the QB that they thought he would be. I don't think you lose anything by that. Giving him a you chance. You don't lose anything. It's just it points to maybe they wouldn't draft this year since they got him to test him out. Well, I don't know. You're missing an opportunity. You don't have this many QBs coming to draft very often. That's true, too. And unless you're going to completely bomb, you got a bunch of young players on defense. I don't think. It doesn't seem like it. defense would be the way to go. I mean, they need a running back bad, really bad. <laughs> I don't know if you sign a free agent or if one falls to you. I guess it depends on who's there when they pick. <laughs> Running backs are easier to find. You can find a, a good running back. That's true. A lot, a lot easier than you can find a good quarterback. I don't know. It's interesting because Steelers, I don't know. They draft interesting sometimes. <laughs> It'll be uh, interesting. We'll it's see. It's coming up. We're very close. Next month's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, with the NFL draft and then the NHL trade deadline, which is my favorite day of the year. <laughs> it also depends on who they re-sign. I mean, if you if you lose Bud Dupree, that too. And I saw today that it doesn't look like Juju's staying. No, but which I don't know if that's a huge loss. Uh, he's good. He hasn't performed he's as the number one QB. I think he's got too much pressure. I think he was a number two. He was a perfect number two QB. I would sign him. I think you can get him on a discount. If you could get him, I don't think he's going to take a discount. I think it was a lot of talk to endear himself to the Pittsburgh fans, but I think he wants his money. Yeah, we'll see. We'll find out soon. Yeah, so we'll talk more Steelers soon because we got the draft coming up. But let's move on to some Penguins, which is my favorite subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Harry, less of a hockey guy, but he's learning. I'm more of a casual. I'm, I, I was an old – when they got to the playoffs, I would start following pretty closely, watch all the games. He's one of those guys. I watch <laughs> like 100 hockey games a year, all the Penguin games, some other games, AHL games uh like i said the trade deadline days it's like christmas i watch it all day i'm on twitter refreshing all night so i'm excited for that but speaking of the penguins i don't know if you know this but one of the biggest uh pieces of news in hockey in the early season was pittsburgh's gm jim rutherford quit out of the blue like three weeks into the season uh didn't say why uh, rumors came out that it's probably because he was disgruntled because they wouldn't let him trade Chris Letang or maybe some other players he wanted to trade. Uh, so that kind of shocked people, but then they hired another shocking thing was instead of finding one GM, they basically found two, uh, which was Ron Hextall, former Philadelphia Flyer, former Philadelphia Flyer GM, and Brian Burke, who's one of the oldest uh maybe one of the most famous faces in hockey. Yeah. So at first people were kind of shocked, 
maybe didn't think it was a good idea, but I think people settled into it. How long has he been the GM? How long was Rutherford the GM for? 2015, I think. 2015. They won the cup in 16. He came one year before they bombed. Uh, and then they won in 16, 17. Uh, people don't think he should get to, tr- or I think, I mean, the rumor is, and it sounds like he's disgruntled because he already is talking about how he wants to be a GM again, like four weeks after he quit. So it was obviously a problem he had in Pittsburgh with the management. Yeah, maybe he knows something we don't know. Or he knows something maybe we don't know. He sees some writing in the wall. <laughs> players getting I mean, a little older. That's the talk. If he's not allowed to trade the core players like Malkin and uh, Latang, uh, he probably feels like he's his hands are tied because if they're getting older and he can't move them for younger players or he draft picks, what's he going to do? I mean, those guys have been there forever. It's kind of a tricky situation because Pittsburgh still thinks they can win now, which maybe they can. But you also you have no Windows pieces. Closing. <laughs> it's closing very short. Maybe you got a year or two left. Uh, and there's nothing. I think that's why they brought the the guys in though. Ron Hextall in Philadelphia. He drafted he basically built a really good team out of just drafting. Brian Burke's more of an old school guy. So maybe the combination will help. Um we'll see. They've looked better lately. They won two out of the three games against Philadelphia this week, which was good. Mm-hmm. It's always good to get rid of Philly. Um, two out of three, they did win one in overtime, so they still gave Philly three points out of it, which isn't good. No. Because of this, the way they're doing this year and playing all in division games because of COVID. Can't give teams those overtime points. So... One thing, though, got me thinking, which is weird. I was looking at how often different leagues switch GMs because I feel like hockey switches GMs a lot faster than other leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, in hockey, most GMs last around average five years. I think how long it depends. do you think an NFL GM lasts? It depends on the coach. I think a lot of them, you know, they come, they come in, they like to pick their coach, they like, and if you had to guess, what would you say the average GM life was in the NFL? It depends on the team. Oh, you're not fun. <laughs> it depends on the team. I mean, you have teams that they come in, they're gone three, four, five years. You have some teams they'll stay for 10, 15 years. Baltimore's I didn't team average it out, but I will say half the teams have a GM that's been the GM longer than or before 2014. So over six, seven years. And then you got Jerry Jones since 89, which you don't have anybody that's been the GM that long in hockey. Mm-hmm. Of course, he owns the team. He's not going to fire himself. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati, 91. Belichick, 2000. Kevin Colbert, 2000. That's pretty long. And I looked at uh, baseball, too, just to get a comparison. Baseball is like 50 seasons, <laughs> 30 yeah. seasons, 20 seasons. It's yeah, weird it's in nice hockey. Yeah, and hockey I think there's something six seasons and you're out if you're not doing something. There's a few exceptions, but they don't last that long. So, yeah, we'll see you again next month, April. We got the draft, NFL, NHL trade deadline. So, exciting month. We'll have a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's get back into some football. WVU. WVU. 
what can we say? <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to look like this season? First year into the Neil Brown era. This is a defining season. It is. They got to beat somebody that they're not supposed to beat. You think? I mean, last year was weird because of COVID. Uh, but three years in. Last year they did all right. Last year they was did a better step, than I thought. A step in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, as long as you're progressing. Can they do it with their QBs? No. I don't think so either. So do they get a QB? It doesn't sound like they're looking. WVU, they just have a history of people just falling in their lap. Somebody that's not expected to be good ends up being good. Well, I hope so. And that's why I was looking. I don't, these could be long shots. But on the WV watch recruit list, QB Gavin Winsat, who is a top QB prospect. WV's on his short list. Of like 10 to 15 teams. Um, he'll probably not go there. Notre Dame is on his list too. If I had to pick, I would go to West Virginia. <laughs> no. <laughs> Notre Dame. Uh, but maybe he wants to be the guy. I don't know if he'll go be the guy in Notre Dame. Uh, Rutgers, Cincinnati, Louisville, all looking at him. Also, QB Destin Wade, who's highly ranked. Louisville, Ole Miss. A lot mm -hmm. of the same teams. West Virginia on his short list. We'll see. I don't think Jarrett's the guy to get him over the top. I definitely don't. Maybe Garrett. Garrett Green, he can he can be the guy. It's yet to be seen. You got to see him in the game. Yeah. I don't think practice, you know, you, you need the reps. You need the experience. But you got you to gotta be in the game deal with the pressure, deal with the lights. So do you think Neil Brown's the guy, though? Is he the guy to get it done? I'll tell you after this season. After this season? I'm skeptical. I was excited about him when they signed him. Everything he said sounded really good. I'm His skeptical. resume looked good. I'm, I'm, I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he started with nothing. I like how he was talking about recruiting. He's, had, he's recruited well. They've had really good class. But they got to win. They got to show it on the field. Year I think three right. is the year. This is the defining year. So this year, if they do what they did last year, I don't. They got to take some step forward. Whether it's having a better record by maybe two games, whether it's beating a team they're not supposed to beat, that would be a pretty good step. Uh, yeah. For Neil Brown. Also, other guys looking at WV apparently, uh, Jacoby Spells. Um, who's like a four-star ranked? I think he's a free safety. That would be good to fall in West Virginia's lap. Apparently, no, he's, he's looking at Miami, Syracuse, and West Virginia are his three top teams. We'll see. Uh, I think a lot of people are pointing towards Miami as the favorite, but could that be the guy that accidentally falls to them? That'd be nice. The defense is all right. The defense, defense was well. Good. We're losing stills. We're losing stills. Which is the guy. That's why our defense is pretty much good. Because he's rushing the quarterback. Him and his brother every down. Is his brother staying? 
I haven't seen anything on his brother. I believe he's staying. He might be staying. Um, Which would be great. Yeah, they'll definitely need some something up front. But we'll see. That'll be an interesting one. Man, we're That's buzzing through this we show. So we got Virginia Tech at home. That'll be a good test, early test. Let's see what happens. It'd be nice if we could beat a Texas team this year. Uh, Yeah. Texas, who knows what's going to happen? They got a new coach. They're always talented. They always underperform, though. So, we're see. <laughs> so we want to beat the underperforming team this year. <laughs> I think you got to beat Texas. Texas or Oklahoma, you got to get one of these teams. You got to get a win over one of these teams. We've been waiting for Oklahoma a lot, a lot, a long time. Uh, definitely, Oklahoma is more valuable. They are more valuable. Happen. Uh, I don't think that's happening this year. Oklahoma's going to be very good. You never know. I hope within three years we're back at competing with Oklahoma level. You two years. Know. I said three. Two years. Let's make it two. I don't know if we've ever competed at Oklahoma level yet. <laughs> well, Will, Will Greer's last year, he came close. He came close. Until he got really badly outplayed in the – at the end of that game he played well the defense was non-existent started good the defense that was just a blowout defense fell apart in the second half of that game we have one or the other we have a good defense yeah no offense or a good offense and no defense but that was most the of the time the latter yeah <laughs> i mean that's how it goes uh you know smith and tavon austin they were a great offense yeah. no defense no defense no defense at all got blown out of the water <laughs> yeah those were the good old days, though, honestly. I don't know. Program's kind of been in a decline for a little while. That's why I was excited days. about Neil Brown. I hope he can draft. I uh, hope he can get some players there. They got to win games to get people excited, though. If you never beat Oklahoma, is anyone going to want to come there that's going to make your team better? It's tough. It's a lot they of travel. Position. They're – Slightly above average almost every year, which is a bad position to be in, I think. They're definitely not. They're not improving. Not in the way fans expect. Mm -mm. This is the year. This is the everybody. Neil Brown's third year is the year that his teams have shown improvement in the past. We'll see what the Neil Brown era is about. But we'll find out early. Find out. We'll find out real early. Yeah. I think we play Oklahoma in September. I think we got Virginia Ooh. Tech. Maryland, I mean, it's... That's early. You're going to be reading in September. That's We're going to find out. We'll see how what the interest is after the first half of the season. Yeah. You'll have a good answer. Hey, I'm ready to be interested because I was pumped Neil Brown's first year. Uh, I expected... I don't want to say expected. I was hoping that he would shock everyone in his first season and come in and just... <laughs> Last year, I was excited just because we didn't have sports for like a year because of COVID. Uh, so we'll see. I want to be excited again. I haven't been excited in a couple of seasons. He, um, he exceeded my expectations the first year. I did not have, a yeah, I remember you were really, <laughs> I didn't think they would do anything his first year. Second year. Uh, I think he was, he was right on with what I expected. No surprise. This is the year I want to, I want to see a breakthrough. All right. So before we get into the end of the show, I got a game I want to play real quick. Okay. It's called Yes, No. 
Yes. I'm going to no. ask you some questions and without thinking, you got to say yes or no. Without thinking? Without thinking. First thing that comes into your head. You can think a little bit, <laughs> but not too much thinking of the right answer. I just All right. To let's, say let's do it. Hit me with head. it. All right. First question. Is Juju Smith-Schuster a Steeler next year? Yes. Yes. Does Ben Roethlisberger finish the whole season next year as the starting QB? No. No. Do the Steelers do better than a first and out in the playoffs next year? Yes. Yes. All right. Do the Penguins do better than a one and out in the playoffs this year? No. No. Oof. Some hate. <laughs> Is Bud Dupree a Steeler next year? No, you think unfortunately. You don't think he is. All right. Um, well, we're talking WVU. Does WVU beat a Texas team this year? Yes. Does WVU have a winning record this year? Yes. Does WVU win a bowl game this year? Yes. You thought hard about that one. <laughs> I thought more than I should have, but more yes. More than you should have about that one. Uh, all right. That was yes, no. Good job. I like most of your answers. I'm going to add on that I think they beat two out of three Texas teams. Oh. Or they, they get two wins. This is on the video now, so I'm going to remind you. Well, you got Texas Tech. You got TCU, Baylor, Texas. Mm -hmm. I think they can beat Texas Tech. I think they beat. Texas Tech is the most likely. They beat uh, Baylor, TCU, and maybe TCU. Maybe Texas. They lose one out of the four. They always lose one out of the four, at least. Yeah. They They're going to lose to somebody. I want to see Texas. Out of all those, I would love I'm to see. I'm not expecting a conference championship or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see top half of the conference finish, at least. Do they finish top three? I could see got Oklahoma. I think, I think at the highest, I would realistically give them, I'd say between three and five. Three and five. It's interesting. They started this season. It looked like they were going to finish top four and then they kind of fell apart late. When you play these tough games early on, if you lose to Virginia Tech, yeah. you lose to Oklahoma to start off your season, it, it's hard to get. It's going to be hard to get up for the whole season. True that. You get down spiral fast. Yeah. Beat Virginia Tech. You go into the Oklahoma game. You play tough. It's a close game. You lose. Maybe somehow you pull off an upset. Then who knows? Get that early confidence boost. Yeah. We didn't but get. If it goes the other way, if you drop those two games, we we didn't get the plan last year. Get out of that rut, and then we find out what Neil Brown's really about. If he can get his team out of the rut, or if he can keep the motivation going, whatever happens with those games. And this is the year we have to go to Oklahoma, which I think. It'll be really tough. Yeah. It's tough enough to beat them, but I don't think you got to beat them. I think you got to make a game out of it. You don't want to go gotta, to Oklahoma and get embarrassed. Early it's got to be competitive. Yeah. You got to do something. Keep it close. When's the last time we've been competitive with them? Will Greer. Will Greer. <laughs> That's the last time. <laughs> we had no defense. That's a lot more West Virginia talk than I expected today. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought we spent a lot of Steelers. So we've we've been missing some Mountaineers, I think. Yeah, that's probably it. Football season kind of ended early, quickly. Well, 
before we end it, let's quickly go over UFC 258 last night because that was 259. That was 258. Or no, 259. Yeah, it was. <laughs> My computer's pulled up on the wrong one. My bad. <laughs> UFC 259 on paper was a stacked card. Did you think it was as good as? No, I don't I think either. it lived up to the hype. A lot of those fights were pretty one-sided. The best fight, um, I think, ended prematurely with the disqualification. Did you think that was the best fight? I thought it was funny in Sterling's post-game interview or post-fight interview where he said, man, it was one of the best Bantamweight fights of all time. And I was thinking, was it? Because you were getting beat pretty bad. (laughs) It was was two to one. The fourth was going to yawn. I don't know. But it was... Sterling was he, he was he was he was tired. doing good, but I never felt like Yan wasn't in control in that fight at any point. I felt yeah, like the fight was going how Yan wanted, and Sterling was, was having parts because that's just how he was being played. It's, it's a shame it ended like that. I thought it was a good fight. Do you think Sterling dove? No, I was, think he dove. No, that, that was a vicious. vicious it was meat. vicious and it was illegal and it looked horrible. But his reaction and the way he flopped <laughs> in his interview seemed awfully acty to me. And you take a knee dead on in the temple. <laughs> it looked bad. You his aren't standing reaction up. To it looks pretty fake, though. His <laughs> like I've seen a lot of players get knocked out. Seemed like some forced eye rolls to me. But that's just know. me. I don't know. Should you be able to win the championship off a of DQ? But Joe Rogan doesn't think so. <laughs> it's it's that's tough because technically you get disqualified. Uh, I don't feel like he's a champion because again, I thought he was getting beat pretty thoroughly. Honestly, they got to run it back. They definitely got to fight again. And Aljo will adjust. Yeah, Yon Yon's tough. He stays. He waits. He weathered the storm, and then he started controlling the fight. Yeah, I think, I think the only wrong. time Sterling looked good was that's how Yon was playing the fight. I felt like he was in control the whole time. Yeah. He was just waiting. Uh, the first fight, Santos versus Rachik, blowout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Islam, blowout. <laughs> that was a good fight. It was, it was one-sided, but it was He's a good fight. He's too good to be fighting these scrubs. He needs to be fighting top five people. No, he hadn't fought in a long time. He hasn't, but he's good. Every time he, he's too good. I enjoyed the fight. I want to see him fight somebody top five, top fight seven. Top five. He's too good. He's really good. Um, but that fight was blowout. The next one was the disqualified Nunez blowout. <laughs> Lasted 20 seconds. Man, you could see you could see Megan's face. When she I know. Her hit. eyes. That first hit, she was like, oh, shit. She realized she was in deep trouble. I was laughing, too, because the whole buildup to that fight, they're just try- – I mean, I know they have to to make it interesting it's their job to make you excited like megan anderson she's big she's strong she says no one's ever uh felt my punch amanda nunez never felt anyone to punch you know i have many people fight amanda nunez and i hear that almost every interview amanda nunez have never felt anyone that punches like me i've heard at least four of her opponents say that i don't think they have any idea what they're getting into no She's on, she's on a different level. Yeah, she's in a league of her own. That first hit, Anderson, her eyes went wide, and she just looked like, 
She wanted out of there. <laughs> what do I do now? Her legs went flailing around like a giraffe. She, she wanted out of there. She was done. Mm. Amanda Nunes didn't even have to break a sweat. Nunes gave her mercy by some. Can anyone her. fight her? Can Shevchenko? That sounds like the fight they want to make. Can Shevchenko she fight can compete now? with her. Shevchenko. I mean, in her. That's it. That's she's it. kind of the Amanda Nunes of her division. There's no one that can fight her. Well, they fought twice and they were both competitive fights. And I don't, I think that's the only person right now. There's no one else in the division that could give her anything. I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it's not even a little bit close. Well, supposedly Juliana Pena is going to fight, fight Nunes next, maybe with a quick turnaround. Quick fight. Nunes, yeah. She's, she's already in shape. Just quick turn, make some quick money. Yeah. We'll be over. And the main event. Yan versus Israel. I thought Israel would win. I don't know what you thought. I thought it was a toss-up. I think I think if I had to pick before the fight, I would have picked Israel, but I'm not surprised at all. The scoring was surprising to me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was three rounds to two by Jan, but... Yeah, a little lopsided. Um, I mean, that kind of... It really puts into perspective how much size really matters. <laughs> yeah. I know Izzy was spent before this, the fight, skill and speed. He couldn't do anything. When Jan laid on him, he couldn't move. Well, Jan, the size played a huge factor. Jan could eat mm-hmm. the punches and the kicks from Israel better. Not only that, I mean, he was buying a lot of Izzy's feints, but I felt like he was so big that even when he bought the feints, there's no opening that opened up. Yeah. I think that caused a lot of problems. Izzy was looking for an opening that never came. And normally when he would punch guys and, you know, stun them, it would open up something. It just never opened up. Like they, he was feigning, dancing, throwing jabs, kicks. He just never fell out of his stance. Nothing ever opened up for Izzy. And he could get there. He got laid on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he couldn't get up. There's too much weight. Not at all. He was... Was Underwhelming good. overall, I think. We'll see what's next. Well, the next pay-per-view card is Nganu and uh, Miocic. Mm-hmm. That's a good card, too. That's a good one. We don't have to wait as long. Three weeks. O'Malley. I haven't seen him fight in a little while. O'Malley. Okanowski, Ortega. Mm-hmm. Good card. Not a bad card. Well, that's our first episode, Harry. How'd it go? It went well. Was we got smooth? a lot more to go. <laughs> got a lot more to go. A lot more to talk about. And again, draft coming up, trade deadlines coming up. A lot of stuff. We talked a lot of West Virginia today. I can't see my shirt. Yeah. <clears throat> Probably more Steelers in the next coming weeks. Um, if somehow you found our podcast and you watched all the way through, I'm glad you watched. Remember to like and subscribe and hit the notification bell. So you always know when we upload stuff. We have new episodes every single Monday. Videos all week. Turn your goddamn phone off. Can you be professional? <laughs> this guy. Uh, videos all week. You can also go and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to get some updates and stick with us and talk to us and that's uh hj hold on i gotta figure out what it is hj talk sports on instagram or twitter follow us comment ask us questions and 
Have a good Monday. We'll see you next week. See you next week.